Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Walk Show Podcast. This is your host, Walker Near. Thank you so much for tuning in. On today's episode, we've got a friend of mine named Thaddeus Sims, who's the host of a podcast called Connect 0007. Um, Thad's a really, really cool guy. Uh, we have a, a lot of fun uh, recording the episode, and I hope you have a lot of fun listening. As always, today's show is produced and the music by Misha Zanitz. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Walk Show Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. On today's episode, we've got a good friend of mine that I met down in Orlando named Thaddeus Sims. He is the host of a podcast called Connect 007, uh, and he's also got a YouTube channel and a, and a website. So really excited uh, to have Thaddeus on. Thad, thanks so much for joining the show today. Hey, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate you uh, reaching out to me, and I'm super excited to talk and chill, hang out, you know, whatever. I'm down. Yeah, man. For sure. And now just to, do you, do you prefer that I call you Thaddeus or Thad or what do you like to go by? It doesn't matter either or whichever works for you, to be honest with you. I'm okay. pretty chill. <laughs> I might, I might mix and match a bit. That's um, fine. <laughs> That's totally <cool>. fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for those of my audience who, who maybe are, are not familiar with you yet, um, I, like I said, you, you've got a podcast called connect triple Oh seven. Um, I would say the, my understanding of it is that it's really just your effort to try and help people understand how to connect and relate to other humans better or, or more efficiently or more effectively. How would you describe it? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. You're pretty much hit the nail on the head there. It's just all about just that human connection and just, like you said, how to connect with um, those around you, be it family, friends, strangers, and whatnot, and just having that connection because. I see it so often now that a lot of people do not know how to just communicate and they're always on their phones or whatnot. And especially the generation now, uh, the younger generation, uh, even sometimes the older generation too, but they're just <laughs> always on the phone. And if someone is next to them, they just don't know how to talk. And then when they do talk, they don't know how to communicate properly. And I'm the type, okay, if I see this, it's a problem that I need to do something about it because I'm obviously the one noticing it. So, boom, podcast. And yeah. there you go. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, so is this your is this your first podcast or had you done something like this before? How, what uh, what kind of led you to it, I guess? Well, so this is technically my second podcast. The first okay. one I did uh, a year, maybe a few years ago. I can't remember. Maybe two. It wasn't that long, but I did a podcast with a good friend of mine. Um, his name is Darius and it was like a spiritual podcast. So we were helping people who were like learning more about their spirituality. And, um, we did a whole podcast on that and it was like on YouTube and things like that. And then, um, later on me and him, we had to do different things. So we had to end the podcast and, um, later on through some, uh, life reflection and, um, a period in my life where I really had to decide like what I really wanted to do. Um, this podcast came about and it was, it, yeah, all that was created. And then here we are, we have the connection for seven podcast. So this would be my second one, but this is my main and only like podcast, only me. So, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, well, I've, I've, uh, I've had the opportunity to listen to a few of the episodes and, um, I think it's really great content. It's a really good listen. Um, obviously you've got a, a great voice and, and, you know, very, very well spoken, um, Though I, I will say my audience 
should check out your YouTube channel because, and not to <laughs> not to sound <laughs> weird on you or anything, but for those of you who have not ever seen Thad, he has probably the warmest smile that I have ever seen on anyone ever. It is it is a smile that just um, that just makes you want to to get to know the guy and want to listen to what he has to say and everything. So uh, obviously in the podcast you don't get that, but yeah, a really warm guy. So that all makes sense that you. Uh, that that's kind of the angle <laughs> that you've taken with it all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, I man. Appreciate it. Um, so, so yeah, it's interesting. I, I think I happened to kind of stumble upon at least one of the episodes where you kind of talked a little bit about, um, about how you got started. I listened to the, um, how to, I think, I think it was called like how to win your battle. Um, ah, yeah, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But yeah and, yeah, and you were talking, yeah, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I was just remembering what you were. Oh, gotcha. Episode. No, yeah. Continue. Uh, Sorry. Oh no, you're fine, man. Um, I just, I, uh, you were talking about how I think it was you. You watched like a video from Steve Harvey, and he talked about how if you can find your gift, then your gift will kind of, and and you can lean into that, then that will kind of create a path for you, create space for you to kind of operate, exist, just within life at, at large. Um, and so that was kind of how you kind of came to the decision to try and, and start this this newer podcast. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, very much so. Very much cool. so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had a I had a conversation with a guy at work today. Um which is funny because it just it just so happened just one of those kind of coincidences or whatever, um, where I'm gonna be talking to you and then just today a guy comes up to me and asks me what I think about different social media platforms and and I asked him, you know, what he meant more specifically, and, and he said that he was really thinking about starting a blog or a vlog or a podcast or something. But he had this idea um, that he he felt really passionate about, and he really wanted to get it out there. But he was worried that you know other people are already doing it. And, and what he wanted to talk about was kind of just how to be a better, a more responsible man. You know, how to provide for your provide for it and be there for your family, and how to how to raise a better kid and how to, you know, be a better husband and just all those kinds of things. Um, and he was worried that there's maybe too much saturation of that and he doesn't have a unique voice. And I, I told him that was nonsense because you just don't know how you're going to affect people with this stuff. You know what I mean? And even, right. even if you might try and have an angle, you might have an indirect on impact on someone in, in a positive way still, but that maybe you didn't even anticipate, but you never know until you kind of put yourself out there like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree that you told him awesome stuff like he should. I don't know if you're still in contact with him, but he should totally do it because one of the things about having like your voice is that you, whoever in each individual, they are unique and they have a combination of experiences and um, knowledge and just different things about their lives that just make them who they are. So for him to make a podcast specifically tailored to that um, niche would, would be awesome. And I say that because you hear like, oh, be a better father. You may hear little things about it, but it's never really something that's focused on, at least in my world. I, mm-hmm. Haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything. Someone say, hey, to be a better father, do this. To be a better man, do this. And um, to really take it home, for me, I really didn't grow up with my father like my father was probably in my life till about seven or so but then he's incarcerated and I still talk with him um awesome guy but I didn't really have a 
father figure. I mean, I've had step parents, but I, I, I didn't really connect with them like that. So to hear someone's perspective on, you know, how to be a better father or how to raise your kids or how to be, you know, a better man and things like that, it would be interesting for, I know there's a lot of people in um, my sphere who didn't really have fathers. So to hear podcasts focused on that, that would be really good just to hear different insights, you know, because for me, I just look at it as, well, hey, I got a clean slate. So when I do have my kids, I'm not really tailored to or held down by a certain way my father raised me because it's like now since I didn't have one to have a clean slate so I can kind of create cool things so mm-hmm. I would say it was it, that's an awesome thing to talk about I, I would listen to it if he does it so. yeah that's <laughs> well and, and it, it was interesting because he he's someone who grew up as a as with a single mom so he didn't grow up with a with a dad in the household but then he has since then been married and has a kid who's I think at, at least 18 um, and, and has kind of gone through that whole thing. So he's just kind of got insight from, from both sides of it, right? Like he's got the insight of being the kid without the dad, but then he's also got the insight of what it's like to be the dad who, who did was, was able to stay in the home and was able to be around, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. And, and then, yeah, when I, when I realized that I was talking to you today and that's kind of <laughs> what you were talking about that episode, I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> How those things happen, you know, <laughs> I um, love that. Yeah, man. Um, I listened to another episode of yours where you talked, and I think it was a more recent one, but you talked about um, technology. And, yeah. And yeah, you were kind of posing the question of, of do do you think that um, the technology is a kind of a positive or a negative thing? And if you don't mind, what could, would you kind of recap what your thoughts on that are? Oh, yeah. I would totally love it. I would love to hear what your uh, opinion on it is, too, because it to me is awesome. But for me, I was... On the episode, I was just talking about technology and I was just saying um, just my thoughts on it and what I've observed. So we're in an age now, I mean, the information age, we have technology, we have new things. And I know there are a lot of people who are against technology where they're just like, okay, no, it it, it, um, cripples us and things like that. And then there's the other side where people are like, they love technology. And for me, I love technology and I know my podcast is about the human connection and I know that it can cripple us because a lot of us are either on social media and all types of stuff when it comes to just technology and it can, it could, it can be, um, you know, a negative thing, but I always say I'm still pro technology because I love the things that we can do with the tech and, you know, just like right now with the, with the technology that we have, me and you are able to have this conversation. Right. And we're, we're nowhere near each other, but we're having something, a positive conversation or something that's beneficial to people. So that's one aspect. And then I was saying why I'm, I love the technology. And I said, but I do agree firmly that there needs to be a limit. And I said, um, what I gave some examples on the limit is like, if I'm, let's just say you stayed closer, let's just say you were 10 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. And, um, Instead of just texting you all the time, hey man, how's it going? Blah, blah, how's pitch? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I could say, hey, let's go grab a bite to eat, right? And we go grab a bite to eat. Now, a lot of people say, okay, well, that's normal. Okay, the next step is now let's put the phones on silent or away or in the pocket or whatever you want to do and actually have a face to face conversation without the phone constantly going off or checking social media or things like that. And so that's what I was saying. 
technology is awesome, but know to put a limit on it. So when you're having the face-to-face conversation, put the phone down, put it away. If you're doing things that you know with someone, put the phone on silent. And my biggest feature, I love it, is put the phone on airplane mode. Like, you won't get um, anyone calling you. You can do that for a certain amount of time. You can really get focused and do what you need to do. And technology has these features. It's just what you make of it. So it's like, I'm pro-technology for what you can do, but there needs to be a limit, obviously. But that's That was kind of like my whole thing on technology. But I'm curious, what is what is your take on like technology for people? Yeah, man, I, I thought that you were spot on. Um, I think that, you know, obviously, as you said, you know, <laughs> this very conversation and the, and the podcast episode that it will become later is a testament to the benefits of the technology, right? Because all of that's only possible with our, our new modern technology. Um, but I think you're also completely right that there's this this oversaturation or, or this, um, this, yeah, too much of it. Uh, and, not, and not too much technology as much as, to your point, people being too wrapped up in it and kind of losing um, the, you know, that connection with the people around them. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I personally am, am 35. Um, so I was born in an era pre-internet. Um, so there was, you know, when I was a kid, we still had the corded phone on the wall and then eventually we got cordless phones. <laughs> um, right. But cell phones were like, they were bag phones and they were something that only like super, you know, at least my perspective was like super rich people had it, <laughs> which was not uh-huh. my family. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah. And so I, I remember what life was like before all of that. And so, you know, I didn't, I've been kind of a slow adopter on some of the stuff. I'm like a huge, I'm a huge PC gamer and, and just video gamer in general. So in that stuff, I've been pretty up to date, but on the phone side, like I didn't get my first smartphone until 2014. Um, which is kind of late to the game, you know. I was using one of those sidekicks <laughs> with the main keyboard. So cool, man! <laughs> they were so fun. I it was. Those it yeah. was cool, but it wasn't cool in 2014. But um, <laughs> <laughs> understood, understood. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is like I, I just, I, I, I just never really cared. And even now, when I have my smartphone, I mean, I use it to, you know, obviously to text and email and, and browse the web, just like anyone. And like, like you mentioned on your episode, like GPS, like I cannot imagine living in a world without GPS. Like, I don't know how anyone got anywhere before <laughs> GPS. Right? <laughs> I don't either. I'm like, I would have died. Like, especially by myself, I would have died. Dude, like, right. I'm already, I'm already nervous, even with GPS, if I'm in a larger city. I can't imagine if I just had like a map or something. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like... But, like, social media and, um, and like, this infatuation that people have with, like, constantly taking pictures of everything or constantly taking video of everything, I just never really got caught up in it. I don't, and I just never, I, I've never really understood it. And not that when I say that, I don't mean, like, I think the people that like it are, are dumb or anything's wrong with it. I mean, to each their own. It's just something that never really, like, grabbed me as, like, something I needed to be focused on.
what really came out to me in that episode that you did talking about the technology was was another theme that another guy had on my show a couple weeks ago, uh, Dylan Barr, that he had hit on, which is that all things are, are really just in balance, right? So the technology mm-hmm. itself isn't necessarily really inherently good or bad. It just is. And and then how a person uses it kind of makes it that way. And really, you just kind of have to seek out this balance of trying to have um, – Trying to, I guess, just do just exactly that. Trying to have technology and, and use it and take advantage of the opportunities and benefits it gives, but then also understand how to limit yourself from it and step away from it when you need to, and and not be completely absorbed by it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just it's an interesting. I guess it's an interesting thing because it's it's something that I've seen coming back. That that idea of balance. I've seen it coming back over and over again, um, just in all things, whether that be something like technology or whether that be, um, just something, just something like, like what kind of foods you eat, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That idea of balance is just so central. It seems to, I don't know, to everything. Yeah, for sure. And, And something to add on to that, um, when you say balance, I was having a conversation, um, Ah, it's actually funny you say technology and food. It's, it's funny you bring that up. I was actually having a conversation with um, a few friends um, and, uh, with a variety of different topics. That's why I love talking to many different people, just different backgrounds on things and stuff like that. But we all eat differently and stuff. And um, they asked me, like, you know, how do you feel about balancing this and balancing that? And I was like, well, you know, I was like, balance is nice. But I was like, I, I'm more of the type, I like to say, have have harmony with yourself. And they look at me like, well, isn't that the same thing? I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, with the balances, because for me, this is, and I, I tell them, you know, like to each their own. Everyone does things differently. I was like, but to me, I was like, I'm a pretty extreme person. So I know I have a lot of things that I do and they're, they're extreme in a way. But so I have to find a harmony in those extremes. And I tell them when I try to balance, I always felt like, I was cutting those things in half. Like, okay, I can halfway do this today, or I can halfway do this in this moment. And I was like, okay, no. I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm too extreme. So I, I I found for for me and other people who are whatever they're on some they're different, I guess, in a way. It's like okay, getting in that harmony, knowing okay, for this amount of time, I can be, I can do this, and then for this day, I know I can do more of this, and I don't have to. It's just finding that harmony with your flow, your unique flow, because like. We all are unique and we all do different things a certain way. And it's just like finding that, um, just that cool harmony with it. Because there are some days you may feel hired. You may feel like you want to do more things. And there are some days you just feel like, okay, lower. I just feel like I need to rest. And it's just like you never can really, for me, it's like I can never really just say, okay, every day I'm going to balance this out. And it just never works out for me. It's like, okay, right. I'm feeling extreme right here. So I got to stay in harmony with the flow that I'm in. And it it kind of gives you that freedom in a way, more liberty to like, okay, I'm feeling great. I can do these great things. But just, again, staying with that flow. So that's why we say harmony versus balance. And people, they, they think about it. I'm like, yeah, just think about it. It's interesting. But. Yeah, no, that is that is really interesting. I like that because what, I think what you're kind of getting at is like that when you say balance, it's almost like, 
like it makes me imagine like a like a scale or something where you're yeah. you're trying to like keep it perfectly even and if you get caught up in the minutia of of, of worrying about if you've you know are you point one off on one side or the other <laughs> you're kind of missing the point right like yeah 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 no that makes uh that makes a lot of sense um <laughs> yeah it's funny you say that point one because i can be very detailed sometimes it's like wait point one i was like i needed to be I need to be at point two. If it's at point one, I'm going to know it's at point. It, it, it just had me laughing there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, today I needed at point seventeen. Tomorrow I'll worry about it being under point five, and yeah. I'll be happy. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. No, I think, and you know, when I was talking with with that that other dude, Dylan, uh, a couple weeks ago, like I said about it, that's kind of what we what we kind of touched on a little bit as well is that. If you always try, and I think it's exactly what you're speaking to. It's like if you always are trying to live in 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 balance, um, like part of life is experiencing extreme thrills, and unfortunately, sometimes you know extreme lows as well. Yeah. Um, and 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 so, but but I think that's all part of of the experience. And so, as cool as it is to try and strive to be balanced all the time, like. You want to have those thrilling moments, and you're probably going to have some really, really deep lows too. But that kind of makes it all um, <laughs> defined, I guess. You know, like mm-hmm. if you, with those lower moments, you can have those higher moments, and, and those sorts of things. Um, yeah. But I don't think a person just wants all extreme highs or lows either, right? Like you probably need yeah. some days where you just kind of chill. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's some days where it's like, okay, I just need to did not do nothing today, and I, yeah. I'm telling you, man, I've had those days, and it. It's 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 weird, but it's like when you do so much, it's like you. I and it's funny. I and I'm probably I don't know if anyone says this out loud on like on a podcast <laughs> or out loud in general. But for me, I will do stuff. And I'm like, gosh, I need a day where I need where I do nothing. And I was like, I need to do something very unproductive. And people will call me like, no, that is too productive. I need to do some. I need to find something to waste my time. I need to sit down, sit in the spot, drink some water or something, and just do nothing. And be happy with it. And people are like, that is so unproductive. That is so bad. I'm like, I need it. I've done, I'm like, I earned, I earned this. I earned, I earned enough time to waste my time right now. God dang it. Let me do this. And it's, it's so funny, but. Oh no, man. I get it. I would say that I'm on, I'm probably, I'm probably in debt on, on that time. Cause I, uh, (laughs) and I don't mean in a good way. I'm, I'm in debt because I have probably more days than I should where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to kick it today. It's going to, it's fine. I, uh. I deserve this, and I probably don't actually deserve it, but um, I, I'm lazy, so it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I understand. What uh, what part of the country? I mean, you don't have to give me your address or something, but what part of the country are you from? Florida, born oh, and okay. raised in South Florida. Yeah. Oh, okay. What about cool. you? Where are you? I'm actually in in Springfield, Missouri, and I've been here the whole time, right in the right in the middle of the whole thing. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've been. I don't think I've been there yet. Yeah, so. it's a uh, it's a town of like I don't know I think maybe one hundred and fifty thousand something like that. So not not a big city by any stretch. Kansas City and St. Louis are, are bigger cities in in the in Missouri, but um, but not like a a tiny town with a single stoplight or something either. You know we've got we've got some <laughs> some civilization. Yeah, but I mean shit. I used to be when I was just like twenty. I used to be a bellman at a hotel, and I remember I would go pick up like business travelers often. And they and we, we've got a bunch of colleges here, so it's kind of a college town too. Um, 
But anyway, I would pick up these business people and they would, they would ask me like, so, you know, what is there to do in town? And it's like, uh, well, there's a bar scene that's all college kids. So you could go to that or there's like a movie theater. I don't really know what else you could do. I mean, there's <laughs> <laughs> bar scene and movie. I like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a, a minor league baseball team. Maybe yeah. if that's your thing, you know, I don't know. It's not me, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> like, you know, there's these three things you can do. Right. Uh, oh man. One time I was driving these guys back and, uh, and they were like, Hey, did, and it was when the minor league team was, was new. And they were like, Hey, didn't you guys just get a, a minor league team here? And I was like, yeah. And we we're real close to the hotel. And I was like, actually, if you'll look out the window to your left, you will see, uh, that stadium. And the guys <laughs> look and then they go, uh, that's just a parking garage. And I look over and sure enough, it is. And then I just pulled into the hotel parking lot and stopped the car and shut it off. And that was it. I didn't try and address it. I didn't try and cover <laughs> it. <I> just. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would be so confused. I'm like, uh. It's because I didn't actually know where it was. I just, I just hoped and guessed that it was the direction that I had said. <laughs> my gosh. I would have been so confused, but I'm like, okay, guy. I'm like, all right. I would have had to Google it. I would have been that guy. Like, is that it? Like, right, hey. right. Well, <laughs> this was probably like '04, so I don't know. I mean, you could not that Google wasn't around, but it wasn't around like it is today. So, oh, okay. they might have had to go to the map. You know? Um, oh man. <laughs> Gosh, I don't think I've ever held a map in my life. Like. If not a map on a or a video game, I don't think I've ever held like right. That. Yeah, no, I would agree with that actually. Especially, especially back in the day when they used to ship games like with a map in the box or whatever. Yeah, you unfold it and it's this giant thing. I used to look at those, yeah. but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm no good on a on a a real person map. So. Yeah, don't even too many lines. Way yeah, too many man. lines. Who can manage all these lines? I don't know what they mean. Exactly. Take this line here for the next, what, 20 miles? And then we're going to make a right at this red line? Oh, if man. That's what they do? I remember I tried to drive to Nashville, which is like, I think, maybe eight hours away from here driving. And, um, and yeah, and it was it was before Google Maps. So I printed, I went on to this website called MapQuest that I, I assume is probably still around. But Yeah. Um, and I just printed off the directions. And, yeah, I, I drove for quite a while and then stopped at a gas station. And I was like, am I close to Nashville? And she was like, oh, no, sweetheart, you're you're almost to Little Rock, Arkansas. And I was like, okay, all right, well, uh, oh. what road to Nashville then? Cause yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I understand these directions, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I couldn't do it back then, man. I couldn't do it. I would have <laughs> stayed home. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, well, you guys enjoy. Uh, yeah, oh, my gosh. Hey. Um, so, yeah, so I listened to another one of your episodes. Um that I think, and again, I, I'm, I apologize if I'm wrong on these titles. I know it's loosely this, um, ah, but fine. it was like how to build people up. Um, I think was oh, what yeah. it was. It might have been. It might be a different top, a, a different title, but that was definitely a, a central topic at least. Yeah, um, yeah. But you had, I think, you had six different kind of do's and don'ts for how to, you know, relate and, and connect with people. Um, and I thought that was a really, really cool, cool idea for a, an episode, and, and I actually found it really informative. Um, I the probably the, the thing that I took away from the most was you said um, don't just say 
you know, if someone tells you an accomplishment, like, hey, man, I just won this award or, hey, I just, you know, whatever the thing is that they've achieved, don't just say, like, cool or, <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or like, oh, you know, awesome, dude, and then just leave it or don't tr- jump in and try and turn it into, like, stuff that you've accomplished that's similar or something. You know what I mean? And that's a thing yeah. that, that people do all the time. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like I, I I feel like it's something that I that I struggle with. I think I'm bad sometimes at really acknowledging someone, and it's not because I don't care. It's just a it's just a, a bad habits, I guess, of what to say. Um, and so your suggestion was to like ask them questions about it, like basically try and get them to talk about it more and explain it more, because really that's what you know that's what they want because they're excited about it, and so really try and buy into that excitement with them as opposed to kind of, you know, almost dismissing it with a cool <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a thing. Um, like a lot of this you can find in, um, people skills books that, cause, uh, way before, wait, I'm telling you way before this, that now, uh, I had to learn people skill books for business and, oh. um, yeah, it was, I think, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People, okay. um, Dynamic People Skills uh, by Dexter Yeager. And I had to learn that, like, um, what, early, maybe, what, early 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I needed to because at the time I was not this person that you're talking to today. I was the opposite. I did not like people. I hated people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was really Oh yeah, I, that was a podcast episode. I was like, yeah, I hated people. I was the, I was not like a night, nice, like I was cool with people. Like if you were cool with me, I was cool with you. But if you tried to do something like, to, I guess to like bother me or hurt me, oh, I would destroy you. And I <laughs> took pleasure in it, and it was bad. Like I had nicknames, and these nicknames are still around today, but only like close people know me by that name, and they're like, gosh, you are not that person anymore. I was like, I know. I have feelings now. I care. <laughs> but when it came to um, the people skills, like you were, the one you mentioned, uh, talking with people, um, one of the things with uh, people skills is, and, and not even just the people skills, because I, I, I wanted to go deeper, because I know a lot of people, I, I've seen people who learned it, and they just kept it as skills, and it's like, dude, they can feel that you're not genuine. Like, be genuine. Be yourself. But... Use the skills to be a better version of yourself, but don't just leave it at, oh, I read this, so I'm going to use it. Like, people can tell when you're not authentic. So when it came down to um, talking to people, a lot of people would share their accomplishments or share something. And I would notice that um, some people, like, okay, at the time when I didn't care about people, people would tell me, oh, oh my gosh, I did this. I'm like, okay, cool, great. And I would keep walking. I did not care. But learning the people skills i was like oh wow that's not good and then taking it further to be genuine i would hear a lot of people get super excited like you can see the light in their eyes like they did something and it's just like you know wow okay and then what i say is you know ask them about it because you may learn something and also too you're taking the you're you're, it's it's a it's a time for you to kind of get out of your world and actually you know jump into someone else's world as well and also to think it's um the term is like you're giving that person um is it like psychological air or something like mm. you're giving them something that they don't normally get because people like you said may, they c- may come off like some people may not care or some people don't really you know show any interest so they don't really get that so when someone is listening 
that does so much for the individual. They'll think you're the best person ever. You didn't say anything, but ask them a question <laughs> or two, right. you know, because so when I was saying that, it was just I see that all the time where a lot of people will tell me, oh, my gosh, uh, Thaddeus, I just did. Uh, actually, here we go. Um, very, very close friend of mine. He said, um, yeah, I just uh, registered my business with the state. And I'm like, dude. That's it. I'm like, that's a big deal. He did it a few days ago, but he told me late. So I kind of attacked him for that. But I was like, dude, that's a big thing. Like, are you ex- like, you excited about that? He was like, he was like, eh, it's just the first step. I'm like, dude, that is a big step. I was like, so, you know, how did you do it? What was the, um, what was the business structure? And you can hear him like get more excited. And he was just laughing about the different things he wants to do. And it's, it's fun because you get to learn more. You get to learn what makes the other person tick. And you get to just see them happy versus seeing other people and they're always either miserable or they're just like, yeah, whatever. So it's like, this is an opportunity to witness something good instead of the usual. So just that, asking that person that question, you don't have to stay there like 20 minutes to hear it, but just, you know, a question of like, you know, showing interest and you show that you care and you actually mean it, 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 it will go a long way because you know, if vice versa, you wanted to share some good news and you just couldn't hold it in. Do you want people to be like, okay, whatever, and you know, you feel crappy, or do you actually want that at least one person to say, really, tell me more? You know, it's, it's different. But, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like I said, I thought it was really, really excellent advice and, and, and something that. I actually, I actually took notes, <laughs> which makes I'm me nerdy. Excited. And I don't take notes no. on stuff normally. But I was, I was at work and I had, I had it on, and I was like, "This is actually pretty good. I'm going to jot this down and, and study this so I can remember to try and internalize this so I can and be more aware, you know, in conversations with people." Because um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's so easy to 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 get to not be in the moment with someone. Um, even if you're not staring at your phone, right? Like we were yeah. talking about earlier, like it doesn't just because you're not looking at your phone doesn't mean you've won the battle yet. Like you still have to <laughs> to really pay attention to that other person and engage with them. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's like I said, it's a it's a constant a constant thing to be aware of. I guess. Yeah it it, it takes some it takes time. Once you get it, like you said, internalized, it'll become automatic. too when you said the battle like that um that particular episode mm-hmm. when it was saying um you know um everyone has a battle or whatnot everyone has a struggle that they're going through and um in that particular episode i wanted to talk about something that's really um i'm gonna say for my world that i have experienced i have not ever heard anyone have this conversation at least boldly and talk about it but one of the things that i i wanted to bring about was that you always hear, or you may hear the term, or may have, may have, may have not, that 
you know, be nice to people. You never know what they're going through. Mm-hmm. You never mm-hmm. know what, right? So I was just like, gosh, everybody is going through something. And then it hit me. It was just like, I'm tired of going through my freaking battle. Like, I feel like we just accepted this. I'm like, no, I am tired of going. I want to end this thing. So I did a whole episode and I was talking about, you know, everyone has their own battle and that they're struggling with. And I was saying, um, there are some days we may be winning the battle. There are some days that we are losing. And there are some days we're just in between. We just don't know what's going on. And I just wanted to like invite people to know, like, okay, hey, this is a struggle. But I wanted to, I wanted to get people to get over that struggle and not let it be like a badge of honor. Like, I'm struggling through this and this is my thing. And it was just like, no, let's actually get over this. And I... I'm all about being authentic, so I will tell on myself on my podcast. So my at the time, my battle was that I've always felt like empty, and I it just felt like I could never get it like filled. Like I would do mm-hmm. good things, and I would you know I would mm-hmm. I, I would find them to be distractions, but it never really filled me up. I never felt fulfilled, and I always struggled with that since like a kid, and um, that was always my battle. And I would say some days. You know, I'm feeling good. Like, I don't really pay attention to it. And then some days it hits hard. And then I think I was asking people, like, you know, some days you're winning that battle, some days you're losing. But then I was like, okay, let's actually get over that battle. Let's get over and win. And then getting on the other side of it. And once you do, you'll see, wow, that you learned something. And I think I did another episode about it because one day it (laughs) i gotta tell you it was very funny one day it hit me that i was i was full and i was like wait i was i think i was in the middle either was i in the middle of playing a game or i think i was either in the middle of the podcast it was something it was it was very subtle and it just hit me oh my gosh i'm i feel full like i don't i don't feel empty I'm like, oh my gosh. And I yeah. just had a moment. I was like, whoa. Like, and, 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 but it was weird though. I got to tell you, Walker, it was very weird because I was like, wait, what do I do now? Like, <laughs> I've been struggling with this for years. Yeah. But now that I, I go, well, for comment, what do I, what do I do with this? And I was talking to some friends. I'm like, hey, I went, you know, tell them the whole story. I'm like, what do I do? You know, like, how do I move forward from this? Like, I thought this was going to be, a, you know, all my life thing. Right. But you once you get over it, and then I think I did an episode of, like, what you do once you, like, you know, you, you figure it out and get over it. Because, again, it's like, for me, my perspective is that, again, you never know what people are going through. So just, you know, just be nice. But, um, you know, and at the same time, you may be going through something. And if you are able to be that person to, just, I guess, be, like, a light for that person or, you know, be a source of happiness and positivity while also you're getting your stuff together. It's like, why not be that instead of the opposite and adding on to their battle, making them feel worse. But yeah, 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 no, I, I, so I think the, I think the one that I listened to actually was the follow-up one, like was the one where you would actually experience that feeling of, of being filled up. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and yeah, man, I related to that, 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 idea that concept very very much um that's something that i i've i don't know that i've ever put it in those words but those words work perfectly um that that feeling of needing to 
to be filled with, <laughs> I don't know, satisfaction with, uh, purpose. I, I don't, I don't know what other word it is, but, but I know, I think I know at least what you're talking about. Um, yeah. and yeah, I've, you know, I mean, in my own life, I, I've, when I was, you know, 20, I, I started doing stand up comedy and did that for a while and then went away from it and then went back to it and then went away from it again. And then, and then went back to it again when I was in my thirties, uh, and then went away from it. And it just, it, it's something that like, it it's, it's fun. And to be clear, I'm not like great at it or something. So not like it was <laughs> old hat to me. I'm not a good comic. Um, but it, you know, it's something that just takes a lot of work. It's not something that, that people just roll out of bed and do. Um, and I've, I've found that since starting this podcast, which I just started, you know, earlier in, in January of this year, um, it awesome. is, it has led me towards that feeling. Like, I don't know that I still feel completely satisfied, but, um, but yeah, it's definitely been a really, really good thing for me and a really fun creative outlet. And I love, I mean, it, it, again, if I wasn't doing the podcast, I wouldn't have went to Orlando. I wouldn't have met you. We wouldn't be doing this right now. And this is super fun to me. You know what I mean? I, I love talking to different cool people. So, um, mm -hmm. I, I, I really, really related to what you were talking about. And I think that's really cool that you've kind of found that, that feeling of uh of fulfillment or again you know whatever whatever phrase you might want right to use. i know yeah. yeah that has to be so exciting man that has to be so crazy and even if it's something that you know maybe new things will come that, that you'll decide that you need to pursue or accomplish or whatever but even to just have that for a little bit is is yeah. pretty cool yeah dude and it thank you i, I appreciate it and you just reminded me of something like it's is this really cool how like the decisions that we made and just like that connection, like how you said, you started what you were doing somewhere completely different in the world. And because of that decision, <clears throat> starting your podcast, you went to Orlando and we met and then we're having this moment here. And it's just like, wow, when you look back at all the stuff that led to that moment, it's just like cool stuff. Like all the things outside of the podcast that you were experiencing and doing it led you here. And it just, I, I just, I love that just about the, the human connection with things is just, those decisions and the things that we feel and whatnot and starting something, how it leads us there. And that Orlando was awesome. I must say that was a cool conference. That oh awesome. man. Yeah. It, it completely, um, it shattered any expectation that I had for it in, in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, obviously I went, so I thought it was going to be cool. And I thought, I really thought that the thing I would get out of it was going to the meetings and, and taking notes on these different conferences and, learning from these different presenters and that certainly was a part of it and that certainly occurred but but really the thing that was the most fun for me at least was actually just meeting all the different people um everyone was super chill everyone was super nice no one was condescending no one was was you know too good or anything like that like everyone was just very open and, and fun um and it it really changed how <laughs> how i think about inter interacting in a, in a large group like that because I wouldn't say I hate people, but I would say that I um, can be <laughs> can be judgmental um, mm -hmm. with very little criteria, and yeah. and going to that event and I I literally didn't have a negative interaction in the entire. I think I was there five days. Um, it was all positive. It was all it was all cool, and it's like I don't know. It, it just kind of changed my outlook on like oh there are just giant groups of that are just filled with great people like mm -hmm. how how crazy is that <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah 
So, um, so yeah, a little, a little about yourself. Um, I, I, I heard you, you mentioned on your podcast and you actually just mentioned a few minutes ago, just in passing that, that you, you, you play games. What kind of games do you find yourself playing? I'm a, a huge gamer myself. Oh, dude. Okay. I'm glad. Okay. So we're going to be, we're <laughs> going to be on the subject probably for a little long. So, Hey, I'm good with I, it. Right. Okay. So I, <clears throat> I love, I, okay, I love games like Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. God of War, uh, Mortal Kombat, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, and then occasionally there are some games that will just get my attention and it's different. But for me, I love a good story and I love like the graphics. So if the graphics aren't on par, you're going to lose me there. Now, mm-hmm. if you got the graphics, but if the story is like interesting, then you got me. But um. Any game that just has like the action and the fighting and and stuff like that, so I love those. And I'm trying to see. I feel like there's other games that I play besides those, but I can't think of them at the moment. But I just know for sure it has to be something with a story and just like some badass fighting. So like, um, I, oh, wait, you about to say something? Wait, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just um, like right now I have like uh, Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey and. Mm. It's pretty. Like I've, I've beat majority of the story, but they like I've been doing podcasts and other stuff. So when I come back, there's always new downloadable content. So I'm like, yes. Mm. So I'm playing that, and it's just like, oh wow, we're we're getting into things. But I must tell you, I love games. What I don't even call them games anymore because there are. I swear, and I'm sure if you're a big gamer. There are messages in these games that it's just like, okay, this is more than just a goddamn game. Because oh yeah. Yeah, dude, I learned some things, and it was something that I read in a completely different area, and then I play the game, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're talking about this. Whoa. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually I'm gonna I actually wrote out some some stuff yesterday. I'm gonna do an episode in the future sometime that that is loosely titled in defensive gaming. Um mm-hmm. but but yeah, like gaming offers and, and to be clear, I'm not trying to argue that it's superior to other forms of media because it, it there's room for all of them. So we don't have to say that one is, is better. Yeah. Um, but, but I know a lot of people that, that kind of, the kind of scoff at gaming and they might watch TV. So it's not like these people are out here trying to save the world all the time. <laughs> um, but, but they think that gaming is this like addictive, unhealthy, you know, waste of time or whatever. And, and I just, I just, I disagree. Um, it's a, yeah, there's, there's so many cool experiences, whether it be, you know, playing a game like Assassin's Creed or a God of War where you kind of get the best of both. Well, not even both worlds of all the worlds. You get amazing graphics, you get really fun and interesting gameplay that allows you to kind of gain mastery over it. And, and once you're good at it, you actually, feel like you're good at the game and, and you're more powerful as a result of, of that mastery. Um, yeah. And then it's got this, the stories that are, are, are super cool and stories that you don't get in other places. Um, especially if you compare it to, to something like movies, because, you know, movies are so short, the stories can only be so much, but in a game, I mean, you've got games like the Witcher three. I don't know if you ever played that, but it's like a, over a hundred hours. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's insane. Wow. Yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I love, I love all kinds of games. So all the types of games that you mentioned, I, I, I like to play. Um, mm-hmm. although I actually have to admit I'm, I've been an Assassin's Creed fan for, since it came out. 
Um, but I've not played Origins or Odyssey, oh. the last two ones. And my understanding is that that's kind of like the series kind of took a hard turn in another direction that everyone thinks is a lot better. I just haven't really uh, spent any time with it yet. You got at least about five hundred of ga- five hundred hours of gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. at least five hundred. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it, and, and I want to get through them because I actually think I would like to do a um, kind of a retrospective on the entire Assassin's Creed series because. I remember when the very first one was announced and me and my friends were just like, oh, man, that's so dope. Like, I'm so excited that that, that is a game that someone's making. And yeah. then fast forward 15 years and I don't know, was there 10 of those games now or something? Like, there's so many. Yeah. Um, and they span all these different eras and time frames. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever play the ones with Ezio? Like the- oh, yeah. That's like an Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 and... Uh, three was, I think, the Native American. Yeah, Ezio was. I think the first Ezio one actually is two, and then you've got Brotherhood, and then you've got Revelations. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it follows Ezio from the time he's like a young teen until he's like, I don't know, in his fifties or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. What? I mean, how cool is that? What other thing do you get to see a person's entire lifetime like that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so cool. Um, yeah. But then, see, I will I will say, like, I'm also a sucker for just really, really tight gameplay. So, you know, you give me, like, a, a, a Super Meat Boy or a, a Mario-type game that, that's not really oh, much story, right? but is yeah. just all about, you know, the platforming and making the jumps or whatever. Like, love that stuff, yeah. too. Same, same. I grew up on Mario. Like, Mario, right. that's, like, the foundation for you. That is everything. Mario, oh, dude, you just reminded me. Sonic? Yep. Love Sonic F. I'm fiending for it. Yep. Like, it's been too long. Sonic Shadow. But like you said, like, those simple games, like, bag jumping, going fast, hitting the coin, whatever. I love those, too. I love those, too. Bringing that back. That would be really cool, dude, if they actually, like, kind of brought those back, like, that we can play on our systems now. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so. interesting. So do you play on console primarily? Yeah, I, I do play on my PlayStation 4. My brother, he loves uh, PC games. Mm-hmm. And... He says it's better, the graphics, and I'm like, I I, I bet, but I don't know, control-wise, it's just like, I feel more comfortable with the controller in my hand, because I see him play some games, I'm like, that is badass, but, right no. <laughs> I'm like, control-wise, that for me. Yeah, it just depends. I mean, a lot of the games that you can get on console, you can get on PC, and then you can still play with a controller. Um, yeah. Like, I play, most games that are designed for a console, if I play them on PC, I will also play with a controller because I'm with you. Like, it just feels, you know, better. I think it's how mm-hmm. it was intended. Um, um, but, yeah, I was, what I was going to say is that what's cool about the, the PC space is that there's, a, a, I think, just a lot bigger indie game market. And there's somewhat of an indie game market in the console area. But on PC, it, the, the barrier to entry is just so low that you just yeah. get a ton of games. Like, there's this new game that just came out that I just did an episode on, I think, uh, I think two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I don't know, sometime recently, but it's called Levelhead, and it plays like a Mario or a Sonic. It's like that type of game, like a 2D platformer, but then it also has an, a, a whole other side to it where you can create and publish your own levels, and so then there's this whole community that rates the, the levels that people make and downloads them and plays them, and it shows you all that stats, like how much playtime you have created for other people with the levels you've made and stuff like that. Um, wow. I know. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Um, 
Really neat game though, and, and yeah, I, I just love, I love to see innovative stuff like that, you know, in the gaming space. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Like, I never, yeah. I, wow, I never that. <laughs> Well, and to be, I mean, to be fair, they're not the first ones. Actually, Mario, on, I think it was on, uh, on the Wii U. I don't, it might have been the Wii, but I think it was the Wii U. They came out with a game called Mario Maker. It's the same thing. It's a Mario game, but you can also create all your own Mario levels and then same kind of deal, publish them and people can download them and all that kind of stuff. So, um, kind of a more modern twist, but, but yeah, pretty, uh, pretty cool nonetheless. But as far as I know, Levelhead's the first one on PC to, to offer that. going on with Wii right now like are they still in are they still in the business here because i don't really hear much about Wii. i don't watch tv so let me let me put that out now sure i don't watch tv so i don't really see anything but is we still like doing anything no so they they moved on to what they call the nintendo switch um so you had the wii that was like the the most i think maybe the most selling console of all time uh Mm -hmm. at least when it was out and then, yeah. and then that was followed up by the Wii U, which was a pretty colossal failure. Um, but Nintendo has always had a stranglehold on handheld gaming, like the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, the DS. They've always they've always dominated that market, kind of like McDonald's with fast food breakfast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a lot of places selling it, but they they're the ones that that own that space. So what Nintendo did, so they, have you ever heard of the 3DS, the handheld? The, yeah. Yeah, so that was their flagship handheld for, I don't know, a decade. And then uh, I think maybe two years ago now, they mm-hmm. came out with what they call the Nintendo Switch that is both a console and a handheld. So it comes with this docking station that you can set it on, and then you can plug it into a TV, and it's a console – but then you can just unplug that same thing and now you and, and take it away and you're playing the same exact game on the handheld. Um, so they don't really do a Wii thing anymore, and I don't think they do anything with motion controls anymore. Uh, someone might correct me, but I, I don't not that I know of. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they the Switch is the, is the new hotness. Um, gotcha. But it's funny. It's funny because the Switch is is it is HD, but compared to an Xbox One or, or a PS4, it's still underpowered. So the majority of titles that get released for it are like old games. Like like I remember within the last year they made a huge deal about Skyrim coming out on on the Switch and it's like that shit came out in 2012. Like Damn, <laughs> it's okay, not a then. new release anymore, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah. That's that's old. Yeah. Okay. Right. We need to get on Skyrim 2 or something. But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's old. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> 
They, they did something with Zelda, right? Like recently or something like that? Yeah, so the Zelda that came out for the Switch is called Breath of the Wild. And according to the reviews, it's the best Zelda game ever made. And a lot of people say it's potentially the best open world game ever made. Now, I would be hard-pressed to believe that because I'm a huge Grand Theft Auto fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Grand Theft Auto Five is probably my favorite game ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so then to me, that is like the standard of open world gaming. But but yeah, the Zelda is supposed to be pretty nice. So I haven't checked it out, though. I don't have a Switch. Scott, same. I see a coworker of mine. He has um, that. And he was like, oh, you should got watch me play or I should play with him. I'm like, dude, it is 10 minutes before we're about to clock out. No, <laughs> I will. We would do this another time. God dang it! But, right? Yeah. Well, especially yeah. a game like Zelda, you can't play that for ten minutes. I mean, yeah. Or he plays Smash Bros. That's what he wants. Oh, okay, to play. okay. Yeah, okay. I'm like, but dude, ten minutes now. We can right, do this right. like you know, middle of the shift. I got you, but <laughs> ten minutes, I got stuff to do. <laughs> but <laughs> Smash Bros. is like, I I'm weird about Smash Bros. Like, I love. I love to I, I love it because it's like uh, the nostalgia of like all of those characters. But someone who doesn't play it or doesn't know how to play, I'm like, this game is wild. I'm like, who I'm like who are you? Who is your character? Because I'm seeing this person getting thrown and I played it once and I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing pretty good, but it was like that character that kept getting like kicked away. That was me. I was like, oh wow, I thought I was this person. It was so bad. <laughs> but yeah. it was it's it's fun. Like if you know what you're doing, I felt like you can you can hours on that game. But yeah. Yeah, actually, at my job, they just had a Smash Brothers tournament. Uh, I don't know, a week ago, two weeks ago, or something. They just did a Smash Brothers tournament over a, a couple hour lunch break. And uh, I, but I'm in your boat. I've I've played it a little bit, but I have no idea what I'm doing, so I I didn't enter the tournament because that'd be a yeah. a quick exit, uh, right? <laughs> that would be pretty. Did you get the new Mortal Kombat that just came out? Oh my gosh, dude! Not not yet because I, I like okay, good friends of mine they have it and uh, they've been telling me about. I'm like, gosh, I can't. I, I I'm going to get it, but not now because I'm like I still have Assassin's Creed, Kingdom Hearts that are like there. So I'm like, once I get them to a position where I'm like, okay, I can come back to you at a later date, then I will get Mortal Kombat because I know me, Mortal Kombat is like. It's oh my gosh, Mortal Kombat is like one of those games too that I grew up on, that I grew up on. Mm-hmm. And so seeing some of the graphics now and the fatalities and the babalities and all of them. I'm just yeah. Like, oh my gosh, this is going to be epic. But it's dude, nuts. Yeah. I, so you played it already? Oh yeah, I got it. I've got it on PlayStation 4. I picked it up. Uh Bro, I think maybe how the day is, it came out. Dude, how how is the um they say that what's her name? Cronus or Cronus? Mm-hmm. They say she's like worse than Shao Kahn, and I'm just like, if she is, I'm gonna hate her because Shao Kahn was like the worst for me. But- yeah, it's pretty horrible um, because it's it's not like a normal fight where you have like two rounds or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like you you like damage her so much, and then she spawns in like a new person, and you have to fight their health bar, and then she comes back, and she's you know still pretty much full, and then you fight her more, and then she brings in another person, and it took me. I don't know, it probably took me a good, I don't know, 30 or 40 minutes the first time that I fought her to, to actually get through it. Um, and I don't know how many times I've done it since then, but I, I bet it would take me a long time again. Because <laughs> oh I'm not God. that good at it, and it's hard. But, um, but yeah, just the, the, I mean, the place that, the extreme <laughs> place that they've taken that game to, I love. Like, I love how much they leaned into the the absurdity of it all. Um, and it's crazy because I remember, I remember when 
they were taking Mortal Kombat to Congress and being like, look at this. Like, we have to ban video games. Look how violent this is. And, dude, the violence that was shown back then was like some pixelated, you know, head getting cut off or something. And, yeah, it was violent for 1993, but it wasn't actually that extreme because the graphics were, were trash. But now mm-hmm. it is, I mean, <laughs> it is oh my wild. <laughs> yes, dude. It's, it is crazy. Like, mm. I, but, you know, I'm going to be honest, like, that game has stopped me from killing a lot of people that I wanted to at my freaking like job or school. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are pissing me off. And I'm like, I really want to fight you guys. And I'm like, you know what? No, let me go home. I like, I like my freedom. I don't want to do this. Let me go play the game. And that game, I'm like, yes, right. This is Becky at the job. You know, and I'm just like, <laughs> I feel better now. Sorry, and I got to work. I'm like, right? <laughs> Hi, Becky. How are you doing today? She's like, oh, you seem different. I'm like, I know, I did something different. <laughs> Little do you know, I wanted to fight you yesterday, but... Doing some self-medication with this Mortal Kombat. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Melinda helped me out, or not Melinda. um, Malia. What's her name? uh, Melina, yes, yes. Melina, that's Malia's the Obama daughter. (laughs) My bad. Oh, my bad. okay. And Katana, like all of them. They they help. They help me out. They help me out with it. But, oh, man, yeah, dude, I remember... um, Gosh, I think the all of them were okay. The ones that I think that I will never forget was when um, the other one who looks like Shao Kahn, the four the four armed lady too. Mm. Um, oh man, what is her name? It's not. Oh, I know it. I can't. But it, she looks like Goro, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her. Yeah, I, she, I, Shika, Shiva, she, maybe Shiva. I think so. Something like that. I think that's right. Yeah, when she ripped off dude's like skin, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I like, I like, I, I remember the first time I seen that dude. I was rubbing like my arms as if like you know when you're itchy and you're like a little warm or something. Like you hurt your arm and you rubbing. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I was, you know, I, I felt, I felt violated, but I was like, "Oh my gosh, that was beautiful." But oh, okay, right. Uh, but I loved it. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But I would, oh, that would suck to be in that position. But yeah, dude, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a good one. I, I I mean, you know, I haven't I haven't spent thousands of hours with every Mortal Kombat title, but I've played the last I think three that have come out, and then I played them as a kid as well. Um, and I actually I even played some on like the original Xbox in the early two thousands. So I've seen it throughout the years at least, and uh, I would say this newest one is the best one that they've released so far. Um, yeah, it's pretty top notch. So, uh, as far as music, what kind of uh, what kind of music do you find yourself listening to? And it doesn't have to be you don't have to name your favorite or something, but just in general, what do you what do you find yourself putting on? Hmm, I'm a little mix of everything, but I like you said in general, I I love any music that can make me really like feel deeply. So, mm-hmm. I I love um, I guess what it's called is chill step. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen to some nice, good chill stuff and just like meditate to that, yep. or just beats in general. Like I have two friends who make beats, and every cool. time I listen to their beats, it, ta- it, it, it it's like it takes me on an adventure. So yeah, um, anything like that, and um, you know, some R and B, some classical, some bit of everything. But majority, I love me some nice chill stuff. It's just like ah, yeah. No, I'm with that. you on that. I. I listen also to you know somewhat a variety variety of music. Don't really listen to country ever, but probably about any other genre. I'm I'm on pretty regularly. 
but I would say my my standby, if you will, is uh, is yeah, is electronic music and, and the kind that you're talking about. That's just sometimes there's lyrics, but the lyrics are not important to me at all. Like it's it's yeah. more just about a, a vibe or a mood kind of than it is you know a specific message or anything. Yeah, I totally understand. You have any favorite movies? Um, yeah, and it's the same thing though, right? Like it's hard to it's hard to pick um, a single movie like. Like I love action movies, um, mm-hmm. and I all but I also like you know movies that don't have any action. So, like some examples, I don't know if you ever saw The Fountain uh, with Hugh Jackman. Um, came out in like '06. It's mm-hmm. probably visually the most satisfying movie I've ever seen. There's no action in it whatsoever. Um, I don't want to spoil it at all, but if you have not seen The Fountain, whether this be you, Thad, or anyone listening, you absolutely should go watch The Fountain. It is uh, – it's a really, really, really good movie that that is emotional and it's just beautiful. Like I wish I would have seen it in the theater. I wish so much I would have seen it in the theater because it's just got these crazy visuals that I've just never seen in anything else. Yeah. Um, but then like, like the Matrix trilogy, like – love the matrix trilogy love it for the action but also really find a lot of philosophy and and kind of deeper meaning out of it that that i think uh is really interesting and and applicable at least for my own life so Mm -hmm. um i don't know yeah a a, a wide range of stuff um what about yourself i like um i like the matrix too i would say the top movies that I, i love is anything like um lucy I don't know if you've seen that. I so. haven't actually. That's the one where where she's like a voice, right? Like an AI voice or something. No, no, no. she um, she's able to tap into one hundred percent of her oh, brain. Oh, right. Okay, I know what you're talking about yeah. now. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I love anything like that or um, Inception stuff that mm-hmm. really just like mm-hmm. does stuff like that. And 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 like we said, the Matrix and stuff. I was just having this conversation about the Matrix with the, my brother's friend, but. Um, yeah, stuff like that because for me, when I see these movies, I'm just like, ah, if only people knew. <laughs> like, if only people knew the things that they could actually do. And people are like, what do you mean? I'm like, you, I'm like, when you, you wouldn't ask that question if you knew. I'm like, just, 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 just watch the movie, enjoy. It. And it just, it's just super cool because it's just like, gosh, tapping into that potential or tapping into those things because it's, I don't know. To me, I'm just, I just look at us human beings like we are we are capable of so much more stuff. Like it's ridiculous. And I see, I just see things differently. Like when people talk, like when we said with technology, like with the movies and stuff, like it just reminds me, it's just like, gosh, all the stuff that we see outside of us is like a representation of ourselves. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, think about it. Like Wi-Fi and um, a printer and just different things that it does. Like signals, our bodies do signals. I'm like, the world is pretty much just like, it, um, almost like a visual representation or it's just like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, I could say a video game I could say whatever but it's like it just represents like the stuff that we already do and it's just it is super cool so watching those movies like that it just it it literally just invokes like a cool feeling so I, I love stuff like that but yeah man yeah no the, what you what you just hit on with the matrix is exactly why I like it so much um kind of a recurring theme I've talked about on the podcast is, is the idea of, of perception dictating reality. So kind of yeah. what you believe is what is true. 
um, or not what is what is true is what is real. Like whatever you believe to be true defines your reality. Mm-hmm. But you can shift what you believe, and then you can change what's possible in your reality, right? And that's exactly. that's kind of what the whole Matrix, you know, thing is about. Like, I love a lot of people think it's cheesy because at the end of the third one, when he fights Smith, uh, and they have that like big fight in the rain. I guess it's kind of a, or maybe directly as a ripoff of like a Dragon Ball Z fight. Um, mm-hmm. I've not personally watched Dragon Ball Z, so I didn't draw that connection whenever I saw it. But a lot of people have have told me that. But either way, like I love that whole sequence and I love it when when Smith asks Neo, like, why? Like, why are you trying still? Like, why do you continue? Like, you you have to know that this is futile or futile. And uh and and Neo, Keanu Reeves just said just says because I choose to. Like mm-hmm. like the, the power that people have in choice is oh, so yes. immense and they don't they don't acknowledge that often, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Powerful stuff. Yeah, man. So um, you're not supposed to compare these things, but I like to I like to find out some some different things about my guests as well. Would you say that you are more of an apples or more of an oranges person? Oh wow, that's very um, that's very interesting. (laughs) Um, Is is there an option to say I don't think I'm neither? (laughs) No, you don't like either. You wouldn't. You don't. You don't have a preference over apples or oranges. I mean, I don't really eat them that like I used to. You're from Maybe. Florida and you're not an orange guy? Come on. I love mangoes, though. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. No, no, I know. I, know. I, love, I love me some mangoes and strawberries, but okay. apples and oranges. Okay, so neither then. So neither here. I thought I was being clever. You hit me with a curveball. All right. Um, I do that. I do that often. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to try you again. Would you consider yourself a steamed rice guy or a fried rice guy? Well, um, <laughs> you're telling me how? neither you do pasta. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you caught me there, I was going to say I don't really have either eat as well. Uh, I may do wild rice, but it's not really even considered the rice. It's considered a grass. But okay. can I can I throw in kamut or uh, um, you know some quinoa? Can I do that? You can. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's good. <laughs> I've not heard of Kamut. I am familiar with quinoa, so uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, we'll we'll accept that. The judges are telling me we can accept that answer. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you are available on obviously on your podcast. Do you release an episode every week, or, or kind of what's your release schedule on the podcast? So every um, every week I release two episodes. So okay. um, one episode Tuesday and one episode Friday. Okay, cool. Uh, and then you're also you're also publishing stuff on YouTube on a weekly basis on Mondays. Is that right? So I was doing it for a little bit, but I decided to switch the YouTube. Like it, instead, I just post it on like post certain videos because in the beginning I was doing YouTube videos focusing on like self because a podcast and originally was just on others, but I was just, I decided to just combine the two, focusing on self and others, and put it into episodes and just have a, a unique harmony with that and um the episodes and then most of the funny videos that i may post would be on like um, instagram or my facebook and twitter i'm working with more too but mostly instagram you will see some videos like i don't know if you've seen it recently but i just did someone like fruits and stuff like yeah <laughs> yeah no i did i saw i saw the one uh, i saw one where you were eating 
you were talking about how it's it's not that expensive to go and buy some like good healthy food at the store and then come back home and make yourself a good healthy meal. Um, yeah. And then another one on Instagram where you were talking about like uh, just how how I, I'm trying to remember the words used. I think it was like you are what you eat, and so then you were talking about like how you know vegetables and, and fruits and those kinds of things are are kind of just like the, the representation of, of life. And so by eating those things, you kind of fill yourself with, um, with life to some extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. <laughs> no, I think that, I think it's cool, man. And, and I highly recommend that everyone check it out. Cause like I said, uh, if you haven't been convinced that that is a, a dope dude, you know, in this hour, um, then again, if you, if you see the smile, he'll, he'll immediately win you over. So just go check out, just go check out <laughs> a picture sometime. Um, <laughs> So the website is connect007.com, and at the, at, at the outro that I do, I'll, I'll put I'll cover that in, in more detail. And in the show notes, we'll have links to, to all of your different, uh, all the different places that people can can find you. Um, I've had an absolute blast talking with you, Thad. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to come on the show today. Uh, any any final thoughts at all? Um, I would like to say just thank you for reaching out. I had a blast too, just talking about like uh, all the different subjects we did. I, so I greatly appreciate you, and um, I'm glad that you know we made a decision a long time ago to do the podcast, and here we are now. So I'm just very grateful. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to <laughs> speak on your podcast. So I'm very grateful. So thank you very much. <laughs> Well, as tempting as it is to try and outgracious you right now, I'll save the <laughs> listeners us dueling that out. Um, well, again, thank you so much, Thad. And uh, yeah, everyone else, have a good one. That is going to do it for today's show. Again, thank you so much to Thad Sims for joining the show today. Uh, you can find his website at www.connect007.com. Uh, now, to be clear, that is actually spelled a little different than normal. It's spelled K-O-N-N-E-K-T-0007. Um, don't worry, you don't have to jot that down. I will have a link to that in the show notes. Uh, but I highly recommend that you check out Thad's podcast, check out his Instagram uh, he's just, he's a really interesting guy and he's, he's doing a lot to spread just kind of a positive vibe you know, throughout the world. So, uh, got to show him love for that again. Thank you uh, for listening and hope you have a good one.